Hi guys, welcome back to Typically Peachy. I hope that everyone is having a great day. I am currently exhausted. I don't know, I feel like it has been a very long day, a very long week. I'm excited for the weekend and I'm excited to talk to you guys today because we have so much to discuss. Let's get right into what's new with me. This past weekend, my two best friends were in town. One of them is getting married, so they both came to Chicago to look at some dresses, get a fitting done. It was very fun. It definitely made it seem very real, which is crazy. I seriously cannot believe that she's getting married so soon. It's wild because she's my age, you know? And I recognize that people get married at this age, but I just feel like such a kid. It's wild to think about, but nonetheless, I am so incredibly excited for her, and this was just another time to celebrate. Speaking of celebrations, I have to give a huge happy birthday shout out to my mom. Her birthday is tomorrow, and while she deserves every day to feel like her birthday, tomorrow is really her special day. I love you so, so much, mom, more than I could ever put into words. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday. Another new thing, this past weekend, I spent some time with my family that's in Chicago. Unfortunately, it was under some sad circumstances, but at least there was a silver lining. I loved spending time with them. And lastly, the new thing with me, aside from, I guess, everything this week, really this week was not that interesting. It was just very busy. But the last new thing from this weekend is that I watched the Grammys, which you guys, I have no idea if you're a fan of award shows. I feel like the common consensus is that most people are not fans of award shows these days. I still love them. I find them very entertaining, the whole show aspect of them, and the Grammys is exactly that. It is so many concerts on TV, mixed of course with the awards. So I watched it this year, and that brings us perfectly into our What's Hot segment. Because, of course, we talk about pop culture here, and the Grammys is very much a part of that. So, let's get right into it. The 64th Annual Grammy Awards was in Las Vegas this year. It was hosted by Trevor Noah, and of course, he could not let the previous Oscar scandal go untalked about at the Grammys. So, he made a joke about it. I think one other person made a joke about it, too. I thought he did a pretty good job hosting. Not as comedic as the Oscars were, but I think he was probably just trying to play it safe considering all that happened. Two standout things, there were many, many standout things honestly, but these were the two things that really stuck with me. One, Olivia Rodrigo not winning the song of the year. I was truly shocked. I will get into the winners in a second. But for her not to win, I was just flabbergasted. The winners were great, their song truly amazing, but Driver's License broke so many records. It was everywhere. I feel like it was truly a staple this year, so I was definitely shocked by her not winning that one. I just thought that out of all the awards, that and Best New Artist, she was for sure going to take those two home. But she did not win the Song of the Year award. It's okay, I was just very surprised. The second standout thing to me, which I absolutely loved, was Billie Eilish and Phineas's performance. They were truly rock stars up there. After I watched it, and mind you, I was watching this by myself, I'm just looking at my TV, and as soon as the performance was over, 
I say out loud, these two are rock stars. Maybe a little bit weird, but so true. That performance was everything. I love that they just look like they're having so much fun. And again, the sibling aspect of it all, I'm never going to be able to get over it. I love that they work together. I love that they perform together. They make amazing music. All right, now that I got to talk about both of those two things, let's get into the winners this year. Because I know a lot of you guys probably did not watch. So here's just your high-level recap. The winner for Best Album of the Year, We Are, by John Batiste, Zadie Smith, and Mavis Staples. The winner of this award also kind of shocked me, but I have to say, John Batiste gave one of the best speeches, and I really don't think that he prepared it. He did not look like he thought that he was going to win. He looked very shocked, and when he got up there, he spoke so eloquently. He talked about how music is so subjective that he's always thought that it is kind of weird that there are winners for these award shows because so many of these artistic professions, music, film, television, everybody likes what they like and everybody likes something different. I thought he worded it so beautifully. If you want to watch his speech, I would definitely recommend. I think it was probably my favorite of the night. Next, the winner of pop duo slash group performance, Kiss Me More, by Doja Cat and SZA. Funny thing about that is that when they received that award, Doja Cat was running back from the bathroom. She had just gone right before she thought that she had time, which technically she did have time, she made it, but she was huffing and puffing and she told everybody where she was running from. It was just very funny and also incredibly real. I loved her for that. Next, best new artist, Olivia Rodrigo. I have to say, Phineas was also in this category. I would have loved for him to win too, but I really do think that Olivia Rodrigo earned it this year. The award for best record, Leave the Door Open by Silk Sonic. When they accepted this award, they were hilarious, so much character. They just really make you feel like you very much want to be friends with them. Rap album, Call Me If You Get Lost by Tyler, the Creator. Song of the Year, the one that I do think that Olivia Rodrigo kind of deserved, but the winner was Leave the Door Open by Silk Sonic. So as you guys may know, those were the big awards at the Grammys, the ones that most people really want to know who won. But of course, there are so many other awards given, so I'm just going to read a few more. The winner for Music Video, Freedom by John Batiste, Alan Ferguson, Alex P. Wilson. Latin pop album, Mendo, by Alex Cuba. And the last one I'll read, producer, non-classical, Jack Antonoff. Okay, I'm scrolling through this and there are seriously so many more awards. Way too many to read and they don't even show all of these on the Grammys, which makes sense because this show is three and a half hours long. But honestly, I had a really great time watching it. If you guys want to know the complete list of winners, just go to Google, type in Grammys 2022 winners, and you will see everyone. Or you can go on the Grammys official site. All the info, of course, is there as well. That's it for the Grammy news. Let's get right into our second What's Hot story this week. It is a little bit of fashion news and a little bit of fashion subscription news coming straight from Emma's email inbox, Vogue is introducing The Get, 
a shopping newsletter hand-curated by the editors at Vogue and filled with styling and beauty tips. From denim that's just as comfortable as your favorite sweatpants to editor-approved beauty trends, get it all at The Get. So this appeared in my inbox this week because of course I subscribe to Vogue and I wanted to tell you guys about it because I already love it and guilty, I have already made a purchase because of The Get. Very cute name by the way. I love an editor's pick. I know how much time, curation, image sourcing, everything that goes into making lists like these and I find them to be incredibly useful for the consumer. If you guys want to subscribe to it, just search Vogue The Get. It's the first link. You can type in your email address and sign up. I believe it's a weekly newsletter, and when I get my item that I purchased, all because of The Get, I will let you guys know if it was worth it. But just to give you some insight, on their first newsletter, they had the latest from their editors. Number one, The Ultimate Guide to Shopping Spring Trends in 2022. Number two, 24 wedding shoes perfect for your walk down the aisle. Number three, find your next spring dress for under $300. That's the one that got me. Number four, what will we wear on our return to the office? 16 Vogue editors weigh in. Number five, for a festive outfit change, shop these wedding after party dresses for the bride-to-be. Number six, put a spring in your step with these new home arrivals. Number seven, 19 formal wedding guest dresses for when the dress code calls for black tie. Number eight, Vogue Essentials, the 40 items that should be in your closet in 2022. And number nine, 18 picture-perfect bridesmaid dresses to fall in love with. Lots of wedding theme ones, which honestly is pretty perfect for me right now because I am going to a few weddings this year. Also, kind of funny that they cut it off at 9 instead of 10, but I don't know, maybe they didn't want to do double digits. Check it out if any of those things sound at all interesting to you. Alright guys, that's it for what's hot. Let's get right into what's good. As you guys know, I am an Olivia Rodrigo stan, and because I was going to be watching the Grammys on Sunday, I thought what better way to rein in the award show than to watch Olivia Rodrigo's movie. The film is called Olivia Rodrigo Driving Home to You and it is on Disney+. Plus. Here's your summary. Singer-songwriter Olivia Rodrigo takes a familiar road trip from Salt Lake City where she began writing her debut album Sour to Los Angeles. Along the way, Rodrigo recounts the memories of writing and creating her record-breaking debut album. First of all, gorgeous, gorgeous film, so many of the shots, so pleasant to look at. But more than just the great scenery, I thought it was very fun to watch. I love the making of the album film trend. I just find it so interesting to watch the process from start to finish. Also, I love hearing her talk about the individual songs, what she's thinking when she's writing them, where she is when she's writing them, all of that insight, I think, makes the album even better. Here's a quote from her in the film. She said, Writing songs about how I felt, I was creating a song for me. Her saying that, it really made me think about in her songs, she's talking about things that are so relatable that she feels like no one else is feeling. 
And how often do we feel like we're the only ones who ever experience those emotions? I feel like that feeling happens all the time. I'm the only one that's ever experienced anything like this. Nobody understands how I feel. That idea, I feel like, is so prevalent. But then, you hear a song or you watch a movie and that relates to you. And you're like, wow, okay, this feeling, all feelings, they're universal. I don't know about you guys, but I feel like it is a pretty good feeling to not feel alone in your feelings. Another thing that I loved is when they got to the song Driver's License, they really focused on how big this song got in the world. They moved from her first recording to shooting her music video, band rehearsal, the photo shoot for the single release, her singing it on Saturday Night Live, the Brit Awards, MTV Push, The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon, iHeartRadio Music Festival, Sour Prom, Austin City Limits, every single one of these places, she sang this song that completely skyrocketed her career. It shows the journey of truly how far she's come in one year because of one song. And then to ride that momentum with a whole album, incredible. Another standout moment for me in this film, when she sang Enough For You, I could not stop looking at that keyboard. I am obsessed with it. It was sparkly. I want that in my apartment. And then probably my favorite part of the entire thing was when she was making music in the song Traitor. It is always so impressive to me when the artist makes the music right in front of you. Like they record themselves playing on the piano, then play it back, then record something on the guitar, have that playing, record something on the drums, have that playing, and then it's all happening simultaneously, and then they start singing. There's so much talent there to be able to do that. Ed Sheeran does that too. He does it a lot, and he does it very, very well. I love it. It is so impressive to me. This film overall, like I said, it really does follow the trend of artists releasing films of how their albums are made, which I completely stand behind. And when this movie first came out, to be honest, I was a little bit skeptical because I didn't know that this is what it was. I thought that it was going to be more a life story type of film, but I'm so glad that it wasn't because she's so new that I feel like there's so much more that she can experience, that she's going to experience, that it will be so impactful for her to one day have a film like that. But for right now, something like this I think is perfect gives your fans a little bit more insight into how it all happened and also just a really beautiful visual representation of all of these songs. Of course, there are already music videos for a lot of these, but this is very different, very visually appealing. It's the kind of film that you could have on in the background while you're doing something else simply because it really is her whole album just playing throughout the film really great definitely recommend again it is on disney plus if you want to check it out last up for what's good i have an item for you guys that i'm very excited to share it is a coffee cup actually i technically have two of these so they are coffee cups from a store called colores mexicanos it is an adorable store in downtown chicago but they also have an online store as well where you can find beautifully made items if you do ever come to Chicago though, I would highly recommend going in because their shop is really gorgeous. The cups are made of clay and I guess technically they're not coffee cups, but I use them for coffee because I have a mini Nespresso 
and these cups fit perfectly under where the coffee comes out so you don't need to move the tray and if you know you know there are only a very limited amount of cups that will fit under there so this is perfect for that but you can use these cups for anything they're so simple but so aesthetically pleasing i'm obsessed check out what else they have on their website again the brand is called colores mexicanos and they also have an instagram their handle is colores underscore mexicanos underscore chicago all right guys actually last up for what's good two songs you were loved by griffin and one republic and take my hand by five seconds of summer throwback by the way five seconds of summer i used to love them but this is actually a new song by them so check it out of course both songs are on typically peachy what's good playlist on spotify and last up for this episode you guys know the drill need to know basis the topic this week is really just me telling you guys about something that i've been struggling with which maybe you guys have been struggling with it too recently. I don't know, but like I was saying earlier, a lot of times feelings are universal, so I wouldn't be entirely surprised if some of you relate. What I have been struggling with lately is managing my friendships with personal family things that are completely out of my control. Like I said, there's a lot of celebrations happening right now with my friends, a lot of really positive, really fun, life-changing things. But on the other side, I have family things going on that do really require my support and attention and overwhelming amount of love towards certain people. And sometimes it's really hard to give that energy everywhere because I value my friendships, especially my long-term friendships, so much to the point that they are truly family. The two girls that were here this weekend, I consider them my sisters. But I also value my family an inexplainable amount. And I love them more than just family, but also as best friends. So as you can imagine, that makes it really hard when big life moments are happening all around you for so many different people that you care about. And when you want to make absolutely every effort possible to make sure they know how much you care about them, how much you're there for them. It's just really hard because all of these moments right now feel so big. And they are big. I'm talking about huge moments in life on both sides of the spectrum. The really, really happy ones and the really, really sad ones. And it's very weird experiencing both at the exact same time. And not only weird, but also really hard. There are moments when you feel happy that you feel like you should feel sad. And then there are moments where you're sad that you're confused why you're not celebrating life more. It's a strange thing to go through, but I think that it's something that happens for pretty much everybody, even if it's not in the most blatant ways that it's happening for me right now. What I'm really trying to remind myself is that I can only do what I can do, and that is just to be there as much as I can for everyone that I care about. And if I can't be there physically, to try to support them from afar, and send reminders of love and reiterate that I'm there for them. Even if it's less than I want to be, I'm trying to remind myself that I am only one person, and as long as I am truly, truly trying my best and being as present as I can in those moments where other people need me, 
that's what really counts. And at the end of the day, if I'm being honest with myself, it's really all internal expectations. I know people understand for the most part, especially those closest to you, they understand that you can't do it all. But I'm sure you guys can relate that sometimes you just want to do it all. Be in all the places, all at the same time. Because being there matters. It does. As simple as that, it matters. Even if people say that they don't need you there, that it's okay, it matters. People need people. So if you've ever felt this way or you've been feeling this way recently, I'd encourage you to try to do what I'm trying to do. Tell yourself over and over again to not be so hard on yourself. You're doing your best balancing the unbalanced. Keep it up. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope that you have a great rest of your week. If it has been a stressful one for you, you're almost done. Make it through. Cross the finish line. Again, huge happy birthday shout out to my mom. You deserve everything and more. If you guys listening happen to know my mom, make sure you wish her a very happy birthday. Have a great weekend. Do something fun. Do something relaxing. Spend some time with the people that you love. Say something nice to a stranger. For whoever needs a reminder, you're doing great. And don't forget to stay peachy, my friends. <laughs> <laughs>